Thumbs up. What is up, Facebook? Hello to y'all. Welcome into the show, the Dogpile Podcast. Uh, off-season edition, is that what we have going on? I think it is. <laughs> I think it's officially the off-season, and uh, that's okay. So, there's a lot of stuff right here that I need to get in the front of this podcast with you as you tune in. Uh, first thing I'm going to do is get your uh, live stream pulled up here on Facebook and on Twitter so that I can uh, look at the comments and see what everybody's saying. And if you have a question or two, comment so I can respond. I'm getting it pulled up, so give me just a sec. I'll get you pulled up on Twitter first. I've got that. So hey to y'all that are joining in on Twitter Periscope. Uh, all right, here's Facebook. Let me get it uh, muted. Uh, y'all shoot me a thumbs up if you can hear me. I just want to make sure you can. Book Dog says, go mad. I guess you do hear me. Evening to you, Eric and Jai, and everybody tuning in on Facebook. Let's do this. A new schedule for the offseason and a new format for the Dogpile podcast. Formerly just a baseball podcast. Dogpile is no longer just a baseball podcast. It is an all-Mississippi State everything podcast. That's what hashtag dogpile is now, starting tonight, and going forward. And since we all seem to have a little bit of extra time on our hands uh, these days, this will be a nightly thing, dogpile, with you and me every night, presented by Mississippi Land Bank. Visit them online, mslandbank.com. They understand the lay of the land at Mississippi Land Bank. Folks, listen, let me just tell you, okay, yep, it's a sponsor. Let me just tell you, I've known the folks at Mississippi uh, Land Bank for a long time. Uh, A great North Mississippi company. Uh, Anything land-related in North Mississippi, these are the kind of people that you want to do business with. Trust me on that. Brook Dog says, uh, Bulldogs, true and true land bank. Land bank! They put on Twitter, too. Let me let me let you know this. Uh, they are at MS Land Bank on Twitter. They put this out there today. It's actually just four hours ago. Uh, from the land bank, it said, in response to coronavirus, COVID-19, offices will be closed to walk-in traffic through April the 3rd. Staff can be contacted by phone or email. Loan payments can be made via ag banking online at mslandbank.com. Or uh, you can place it in the branch mail drops. So keep your eyes on social media and online at the Mississippi Land Bank. That's at mslandbank on Twitter and mslandbank.com. So they are doing their part, just like we all are, to distance socially. So I just think this makes sense. I'll jump on here with you more often, and then we'll try to keep ourselves entertained during a time of year where there's just a lot of unknowns. Now, um, let me mention a couple of other things, and I'm going to jump into your comments here on... I'll try to get them pulled up here. Yeah, okay. I'll jump into your comments on Facebook and Twitter, and I've got some really fun stuff. We've got some other stuff we got to cover So a a lot to jam in here with you in a short period of time, okay? But uh, Dogpile Podcast, which is presented by Mississippi Land Bank, 
Also, you see some logos over my shoulder here along with the Mississippi Land Bank. Country Pleasing Sausage and Country Meat Packers at Country Pleasing. Let me just tell you. Let me hold on a second here. Let me find one of my hats. <clears throat> Check out the hog. Isn't that great? That's kind of a Buffalo Bills looking hat, but it's Country Pleasing Sausage. See the red hog right there? It says Country Pleasing on the back. I'm loaded up with hats. My mother-in-law, who's a big old Miss fan, Debbie on Facebook says, can a rebel join the hashtag dogpile? You can. Absolutely you can. We'll continue to try to re- uh, recruit you and convert you, Debbie. Uh, but even if we aren't able to do that, you're certainly welcome to tune in because you're at home and bored like the rest of us. <laughs> no, uh, happy that um, Country Meat Packers and Country Please and Sausage are part of the show. You can ask my wife, Annabeth. This is not an exaggeration. This is not putting on for a sponsor. I literally eat country-pleasing sausage every single morning for breakfast. And I'm doing it every single morning during a time where I'm losing weight every day. I haven't gotten there yet, but I'm close to 20 pounds lost in really basically a month, a month and a half. I'm getting close to that. Uh, and I, st- I eat Country Pleasing Sausage every morning for breakfast. Really glad they're a part of the show. And the cool logo you see at the top, that's Nest and Wild. Look them up, Nest and Wild. Go to nestandwild.com. You can sleep better on a Nest and Wild mattress. We've had a lot going on. My wife was under, I was under the weather. And then my wife was under the weather. And then we had spring break. And then we had... Uh, now we have you know everything kind of going on up in the air. We're starting to try to figure out our schedule. And sitting in a box right here is a brand new mattress from Nest and Wild. I can't wait to tell you all about it. But they're a great Mississippi company. Uh, Brooks, I'll tell you about the weight loss. They are a great Mississippi company, first of all. The mattresses, every size they sell from twin all the way up to the biggest, the California King, every Nest and Wild mattress is 100% American made. And that's really important. And I know the people that are involved with this company, and you can trust them. So that's why I'm telling you about it. Now, you can use this code to get a discount. So go to nestandwild.com, use code BULLY20, B-U-L-L-Y-2-0, BULLY20. You'll get a 20% discount on any mattress size, 20% discount on the cost, a free pillow top mattress pad with that code as well, It'll show up on your doorstep in three to five days, and you can sleep on it for up to 99 nights while still making a decision. You cannot beat it. Check it out, nestandwild.com. Proud for all those folks to be a part of the show. Now, later on tonight, I'm going to have for you the uh, Dogpile Flashback, which is presented by the Mississippi State University Golf Course, where I got this handy-dandy state hat with my little bulldog figure on the front of it. This has kind of fast become my favorite, you can see, because I've already gotten it dirty. But we'll have the bulldog uh, dog pile flashback here in just a little while on the podcast presented by the Mississippi State University Golf Course. And you are going to watch a few clips from a game, a classic Mississippi State game that Steve Robertson, everybody's friend, Rose Bowl, brought up on his Twitter feed. And when he did that, my light bulb went off. I thought, uh-huh, I'm going to put that on a podcast. So thanks, Steve, for the suggestion. That's coming up.
Okay, first, <clears throat> on uh, the Periscope feed, Brooks, you said, how are you losing weight? I'm simply counting calories. I'm on a plan with an app on my phone that gives me a quota every day. I cannot go over that, and if I stay below it every day, then I'm on path to lose weight. Y'all listen to me. You, losing weight is as simple as basic math for every single person. Always has been and always will be. If you burn more calories than you take in, yes, you got to factor in your metabolism. Younger people are different than older people. But that's why there's plenty of stuff out there that'll do that now for you. And then you just count your calories. Keep up with your calories. You add them up. And if you're burning more calories than you are taking in, you will lose weight. If not, you won't. <laughs> it's that simple. So there's the answer to that question. Uh, let me say hey to some of the folks on Facebook. Jai, I think I said hey to you a minute ago. You were the first in. Eric. Lane, hail state to you. Yes, I just, Lane, just got through watching the replay of that 2017 Final Four, Mississippi State knocking off UConn. Um, <clears throat> several thoughts about that, looking back on it. You know, things, you kind of forget things over time, some of the details, which I did. Listen. They said during the broadcast, a guy said during the broadcast that what he said, this is uh, shaping up to be one of the greatest games in women's college basketball history. There's a reason they're replaying it all the time. It is one of the greatest games in women's college basketball history. There is no question about that. Here's the other thing. Did some of y'all forget? I know I did. That itty bitty. Morgan William, not only did she do that against UConn, she scored 41 points against Baylor the previous game, the number one seed Baylor, 41 points to knock them off before doing that to UConn. Has there ever been in Mississippi State history a bigger clutch performance in multiple games on a bigger stage? With more importance. has Answer that. Has there ever been in Mississippi State athletics history a single athlete step up bigger on a bigger stage than what Morgan William did in those two ball games? Has that ever happened? I don't think so. I don't think there's anyone in state history that tops what she did. 41 points against Baylor and then hit the game winner in overtime at the buzzer against UConn the next week. It's incredible. We very likely will not see anything like that in our lifetime. Again, I'm talking about from a state fan perspective. It's just incredible uh, what she did. And then watching that game, man, so much class right after, as soon as it ended from Gino Ariyama. That guy is unbelievable. But that, that game was just unbelievable. I'd forgotten that Victoria Vivian's fouled out. I'd forgotten about the, oh, my neck. <laughs> my neck. <laughs> you know, she got the call, but, I mean, it was a flop. It was a total flop. But I don't know what the announcers were looking at because we could all see that. they. I mean, she didn't really, and it certainly wasn't intentional. But 
Oh my goodness. Uh, it was so much fun to go back and watch that again. I could, I could watch it over and over and over. Uh, hey to Rick. Uh, hello, Lois. Let's see. Kyle on Facebook says, Hey, Matt, me and my five-year-old daughter, Aubrey, are watching. Hey, Aubrey. Uh, Kyle says, I'm always listening to the podcast when I pick her up in the evenings. She always repeats sayings from your show. She credits you with all the Jerry Clower sayings. Thanks for doing this and keep up the good work. Well, um, I really appreciate it, Kyle. Y'all send a note to our sponsors. Make sure you buy some Country Please and Sausage and Get yourself a new mattress when you need one from Nest and Wild. And next time you need some land, buying or selling, head on over to Mississippi Land Bank and tell all of them I sent you. And also Farm Bureau. Make sure you have your insurance with Farm Bureau Insurance. Great folks. They support uh, me in every way. And as you could, as you know, here in the studio and on the radio show, I do all the recording and all the broadcasting from the Farm Bureau studio. So support them. And that would be the best way you could thank me. Uh, Kenny on Facebook says, you're not lying about the country, please. And it's awesome. You need that hat. Here's what you need. You need this hat right here. The, the green one, check out the green country, pleasing hat that stands out, right? You can't get lost wearing that hat it says, see, I can turn it around. I still got product placement because it says country pleasing right there, right there on my bald forehead. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> I'm going to switch them back out. Um, a couple things now. Let's get into it here. Let me get some information going your way. Uh, real quick, uh, Robbie, what's up with you? Good to see you. Hello, Lynn. Brandon, what up? Been talking about you, man. <laughs> Sending people to nestandwild.com. Uh, let's see. Max on the Periscope feed says, uh, good evening, Matt, fellow Bulldog family. Hope and pray everyone as well. Hail state. Praise the Lord and go dogs. Listen, really and truly really do pray that, that everyone is okay and that your loved ones are okay, especially those that are, you know, our, our parents and our grandparents that may be getting on up there, uh, uh, really do hope and pray that everyone is safe and sound, you know, that is what's most important. But a lot of what we can do here from a sports perspective, it's just and, – and like changing this up and jumping on here with you every night as opposed to once a week is a way to, you know, um, provide a little entertainment, a little aside from real life. That's really kind of the purpose of this. So certainly agree with that. Eric uh, on Facebook says, Another one of my favorites was the SEC Championship game against Tennessee – uh, all those turnovers in the last 15 seconds of the game made it a nail-biter. He said he think that was uh, 2009. Uh, Chris says, clearly we were poised to win the 2020 College World Series. They were just turning it on. Knocked off Texas Tech in back-to-back nights with midweek pitching. That was fantastic, by the way. So, uh, no doubt. Kyle, I'm glad I made her night. Yeah, and appreciate you watching as well. All right, here's what we're going to do now. A couple of planned things. Here's what I'm going to do. First, uh, I'm put on, going to uh, put on the screen here for you, and I'll read through it. Number one, the the most recent statement that came from John Cohen, athletics director, Mississippi State, about this, you know, um, closure of everything and and suspension of all spring sports. And then just so you'll see, I want to show you an example of a graphic that like goes out from the university that every student sees it. They put it out on Twitter and that kind of thing. Then we're going to take a look at the statement 
from, uh, I guess it was two days ago, maybe maybe yesterday. No, today's Monday. So this would have been two days ago on Saturday from um, Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC. And then, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag so you'll stick around. Then, right here, live on the podcast, as you watch, we're going to do the Dogpile Flashback, brought to you by the Mississippi State University Golf Course at Hale State GC. Great gear, just like the hat that I'm wearing. It is going to be four, is it four or five? Either four or five video clips plays from the 1994 Mississippi State versus Tennessee football game. Peyton Manning, a freshman for Tennessee, Eric Moles and Derek Tate and Michael Davis and Kendall Watkins making plays for State to beat Tennessee. And again, it was sparked by Steve Robertson tweeted that out. I thought, oh, that's a great idea. People would love to see that. So that's what's coming up. Now let's jump into this right now. Uh, First thing we've got here is the statement from John Cohen, Athletics Director of Mississippi State. Now, this is the most recent one, and I I do think this is actually the, um, you know, it's like sort of has a finality feel to it when this came out from John just a bit ago. All right, so I'm going to read through it right now. You can read it for yourself. But you see John put this statement out. Our highest priority is to ensure the safety and well-being of our student-athletes, coaches, staff, and community. This is much bigger than athletics, and we will support the difficult but necessary decision the SEC announced today. We are in constant communication with our coaches as we work to take care of student-athletes and continue to provide them housing, meals, academic support, and medical support. We thank the entire Bulldog family for their understanding and patience during these unprecedented Times and so that that statement from John Cohen. Now you know, and it obviously it says that providing them housing, meals, academic support, and medical support. So as it pertains to that, <clears throat> um, there was an update. I was actually going to try to look that up. I I know there was an update on the Mississippi State University um, Twitter account. Let's see here, Mississippi State University on Twitter. Um, I had that link pulled up and I must have closed it accidentally, but uh, it was either today or was it yesterday? Something went out, though, about a a bit of a change up in housing. Let's see. Yeah, here it was. This was yesterday. And it said Mississippi State tightens student housing guidelines. Uh, Let me click on that link. At at one point I clicked on it and it did not take me. There we go. So um, here's what it says. The uh, University Department of Housing and Residence Life continues to partner with MSU officials to monitor hourly COVID-19 updates. Based upon recent updates, we recommend that all students return home or to their permanent residence and not return to their on-campus residence at this time. This includes both students who live in uh, residence halls and those who live in fraternity or sorority houses. So, you know, the recommendation is that everybody go home, wherever your permanent housing is. But that does bring up a lot of questions. Now, you know, like, what about an international student? Um, What about the rare case where there may be a student that does not really have a permanent home situation? Uh, I know that you think, oh, really? But I think that happens. Uh, I said students should retrieve items they may need to begin their online courses March the 23rd. 
So, you know, we're still a week away from when they're going to pick everything back up and it'll all be online. It says an access to residence halls and fraternity sorority houses will be available to do so. Fraternity and sorority houses will be closed except for the retrieval of belongings. There's more there. It's on the website. But that is as of yesterday. So as it pertains to living on campus, that is, um, you know, in the wording, it just says, um, you know, the what? The recommendation. Isn't that what it said? Recommend Based upon recent updates, we recommend that all students return home or to their permanent residence. means that there are going to be some cases where they're not able to. Um, so it's not a mandatory thing. It's not an evacuation, but it is a a uh, recommendation that, you know, that's what they wanted to do. So there's that. That was a statement from John Cohen. This is an example of something that was sent out here. I wanted you to see this. This was sent out to everybody uh, on campus. It went out on the university um, uh, Twitter accounts and social media accounts, all about social distancing. You know, and you think about that kind of message for a college campus, it's a little, it's just a, a little different. Um, remaining out of congregate settings, avoiding mass gatherings, maxim, uh, maintaining a distance approximately six feet from others whenever possible, just doing everything they can to kind of break this, you know, chain of contact that passes this stuff along. Here is the statement from Greg Sankey, the commissioner uh, of the SEC. Now, again, this went out just in the last couple of days. This is a little, it's not like a news thing, but I wanted you to see that. We'll kind of read through it together. I just wanted you to see it because, again, it's not like he's putting out any new information, but you um, kind of see the, and can read through this and just kind of get a feel for the just unprecedented nature of all of this for sports fans and athletes and all that kind of stuff. Uh, in the past few days, we've moved from the certainty of a men's basketball tournament championship game to a circumstance where many things in our world feel uncertain. Needless to say, this is an unprecedented experience for us all. We take very seriously each decision made related to coronavirus. We all care about sports, but we care more deeply about the people involved in our sports. And that's really what all this is about. Uh, if you'll skip down to the bottom, it goes on to say, please know the leadership of the Southeastern Conference, including myself, our presidents and chancellors, and the SEC's athletics directors will consider carefully the manner in which we move forward. I uh, just wanted you to kind of see that. That went out. That was on Twitter. It's... Uh, Written by him, Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, you kind of get the the gist of all of it. It's unknown. You know, and they pushed back. What was it again? Uh, they suspended all activity until April the 15th. And the wording from the conference was, um, let's see, all athletics activities, including competitions, team and individual practices, meetings, and other organized gatherings, suspended through at least April 15th due to the continuing developments with this virus. Well, you know, if there's no practice, there's nothing going on through April the 15th, what does that mean? No Super Bulldog weekend, uh, obviously. Uh, but really more importantly, no season, no baseball season. When you go, well, what if, best case scenario, what if something changed and they come back and start playing again? I just can't imagine a situation where 
you know, between now and any meaningful part of the season remaining, teams are able to come back and get themselves going again. That big of a break in practice is a final cutoff. That's what it is. And so uh, my opinion is this, you know, academic and athletic year is over. Uh, It will not be happening. That's the way it looks to me. Now, again, I'm not an official. I'm not in the meetings. I'm reading it and trying to get a gauge on it just like you are. And so um, I think that's where it is. Uh, The next possible collegiate sporting events that you'll be watching will be football season. When and how and all that kind of stuff, I don't know. None of us know. So that's where that is. Let's see. Uh, Let me go back here. A few of the other comments. Let's see. Okay, so um, we're about to jump into this flashback. The uh, I'm I just called it the dog pile flashback, and it's brought to you by, excuse me, and it's brought to you by the Mississippi State University Golf Course. They are at Hale State GC on Twitter. We had an update from them as well about operating hours. Um, let me look it up for you and just pass that along for those of you who may be watching and you're in, uh, the Starkville area and, and, um, you know, or maybe going through there and might consider start, uh, stopping by yesterday, the golf course at Hale state GC, they tweeted this with the recent announcements. We will operate as follows for the next two weeks. They were closed today. They will be closed tomorrow on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday through Sunday, the golf course will open from 9 to 5. And then they added in there that all player development programs and lessons will be postponed until further notice. You want to read that for yourself or kind of go back and keep track of it, you can find it at Hale State GC on Twitter. All right, so credit where credit is due. As I mentioned, uh, this idea was sparked by my friend Steve Robertson at uh, Scout Steve R. Y'all know Steve as uh, the author of the books and uh, good old Rose Bowl. But he put out there a link, and it was one link to this game on YouTube. There's others. But I went in and grabbed some of the highlights, the key plays. For this edition of the Dogpile Flashback to 1994, a hot fall Saturday. It was hot. 95 degrees in the shade, sort of hot. In the bright sun, Mississippi State hosting Tennessee in 1994. You know, you'll remember the 94 team, a good 94 team. Eric Moles was a junior. You had a sophomore starting quarterback in Derek Tate. And you had Tennessee in there who, they had a starting quarterback the beginning of the year who got hurt. And that then led to their backup quarterback getting his first start ever in this game against Mississippi State. And just like they mentioned, uh, Bob mentioned on Facebook here, it's uh, Colorado Rockies star, future Hall of Famer, Todd Helton. He was at quarterback for Tennessee that day, but he didn't stay in the game long. He got hurt early on in his start. And when he went out, then they brought in Peyton Manning and uh, but State found a way to win the game in the fourth quarter. So here's just a few clips, highlights of our dogpile flashback. Here are the highlights. You're going to see the play that Todd Helton got hurt on. <clears throat> then you're going to see Peyton Manning come into the ball game and found himself out on about his 
third or fourth play in second and 17, and you'll see what Peyton Manning did. And then you'll finish it up with three plays on offense for Mississippi State with Derek Tate at quarterback, three plays on a fourth-quarter scoring drive to win the game, including a couple of fourth-down conversions on that drive as well. You're going to see all that. So enjoy this little dog pile flashback brought to you by the Mississippi State University Golf Course. Third and 30 with four wide receivers, quarterback draw. He'll get some of it back, spun around two different times, and inside the 40, a 13-yard gain that may not be able to get them into the range of John Bexford. Well, there goes Helton limping to the sideline. You know, Tennessee coaching staff have seen more limping people this year than they have in the last couple of years. It seems. And Beautiful Peyton ball. Manning's coming in. Throws quarter. Will anybody have positive yardage in this quarter? Manning to the left side. Beautifully thrown ball. And down the left side is Kendrick Jones. And he will score. A 76-yard touchdown play. to Davis. First down. And more! He's down beyond the 32-yard line. A gain of 15. And the Bulldogs keep running that football very effectively. Nice block by McCrary in the hole, and then Davis really breaks some tackles. He just keeps powering his way along. He is a SEC player. The ball game may come down to this for the Bulldogs. Fourth and 12 at the 30. Tate up top and oh! Has it! Inside the 10! He beat Jason Parker in the air. He let this go. This is desperation here. He doesn't really put a lot of heat on it. He can't see anything. He's going down and to Davis, Tate, touchdown, Kendall Wilkins, the tight end, he gets lost in the action, tight end who's 6'2", 299, but he was lost long enough, and he has his second career touchdown. Pretty cool, huh? Hope y'all enjoyed that. Little dog pile flashback brought to you by the Mississippi State University Golf Course. They are at Hale State GC on Twitter. We're going to do some more of that. Now, whether or not every day I'll have uh, you know highlights from a past game, I don't know, and Look, I may even need some help coming up with stuff. Y'all know how that works. So please uh, shoot me your ideas. Uh, when I told Annabeth earlier today that uh, for a period of time going forward, I'm going to try to uh, jump on and do a dog pile uh, live podcast.
podcast, expand it to all sports for Mississippi State and try to do it every day or every night. She said, I'm crazy. She didn't really know what to think about that idea. <laughs> um, so any content help from y'all will be um, certainly appreciated and just appreciate you uh, tuning in. Yeah, Lane on Facebook says that tight end was huge. Kendall Watkins, he weighed 300 pounds. He played tight end for the Dallas Cowboys for a year or two. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, I think he was drafted by them. He's a great athlete at 300 pounds. Um, Eric Moles, you know, with the huge catch there, a fourth down conversion, just get it in his wheelhouse. He was going to go up and get it. Um, I wish you'd had um, – I wish you had had – SEC Network type of coverage back then. Because if you did, there are things that Eric Moles did we'd still be talking about uh, for sure. And uh, Michael Davis was just, you know, and and a sophomore Derek Tate, that year he really played well. It, um, you had uh, Bruce Arians as the offensive coordinator there in 94 and 95, and, and he and Derek seemed to really, you know, they Derek just really played well. Um, of course, you had a heck of a defense. You had an NFL fullback and Fred McCrary uh, on that team and a couple of offensive linemen. I saw a young Dan Hoover playing center in that game and and really playing well in that fourth quarter stretch right there. So uh, neat to have that flashback. Thanks to Steve Robertson for tweeting about it. That's what made the light bulb go off. And if there are any other flashback moments you'd like to see in these upcoming episodes of the Dogpile Podcast, y'all let me know. All right, so that'll pretty much wrap it up. I appreciate y'all tuning in here tonight. I will get this posted on a podcast, so if you have subscribed on your phone and you listen to podcasts, this will be available for you uh, coming up. I'll get it posted if you want to go back and listen uh, You know, as you walk around the neighborhood or just sit at home twiddling your thumbs uh, as we um, practice this social distancing deal to try to flatten the curve or the spread of the coronavirus, then it'll be there for you. And I'll make sure that uh, we get it up each time we do these. So y'all tune back in tomorrow night. Y'all join in for the radio show tomorrow from uh, 12 to 2 and then jump back on here with me tomorrow night. We'll do it again. That's Dogpile presented by Mississippi Land Bank. Visit them online, mslandbank.com, where they understand the lay of the land. I'll see you next time. And hail steak.